Hello, and welcome back to My Zillennial Life. Alrighty, hello. We officially have something to celebrate this week, so um, I am celebrating with a Natty Light seltzer right now by myself. If you guys are wondering, I sometimes will pop open a can of alcohol or even a glass of wine during these podcast episodes because, you know, in some ways it's liquid courage. Not that I really need a ton of courage to sit down in front of my microphone and talk, but it's fun and it helps me relax. So I'm celebrating today, um, or this episode be my fourth episode, which means I've officially been doing this podcast for an entire month for four weeks straight and that is a pretty big accomplishment because I can't even upload YouTube videos once a week you know consecutively but I've been able to 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 do this and upload it every Friday which is a pretty big deal and I'm excited about that and I hope you guys have enjoyed all of the episodes so far. So the plan for this week's episode is to go and take a step back into the past and look at um, or talk about 90s fashion trends and early 2000s fashion trends. So if you are a child of the 90s or you remember growing up in the early 2000s, I asked you guys to send me some of the fashion and beauty trends you remember. So we'll go over those. I'll uh, speak about a few of the ones I recall. Uh, And a lot of these are going to be like the favorite ones, but some of them I feel like people sent in trends that they like hated so we might touch on that as well but that'll be towards the end first as usual we've got my lesson of the week um, or the thing that happened in my life this past week that I want to talk about and what it taught me and this past week in particular was definitely one for the books it's something that I will remember forever and um, it was Labor Day weekend but at the very beginning of Labor Day weekend I got the opportunity and the pleasure of recording and documenting my friend Stephanie's proposal uh, from her boyfriend Dave. So Dave proposed to Stephanie last Friday evening and it was beautiful. He had been planning it for uh, about a month. Like he, you know, was messaging me going back and forth about ideas and stuff and I think eventually we settled on last Friday or he settled on last Friday because I told him that it might be a good idea to go ahead and do it then and then that way Stephanie could be with her a few of her friends and celebrate the engagement uh, over the weekend since we already had a little girls trip planned to Kansas City this past weekend so anyways I want to talk a little bit about how he did it It it's very cute and I was so excited to record it but also very nervous that I was going to miss the big moment and not Um, videotape it in time or whatever so I'm glad that I did everything worked out just fine and I was able to get it on camera make a little video for them and also take a few pictures for them as well but I'm just so happy for Stephanie and Dave congratulations you two I've known Stephanie for over six years now she's one of the first girls that I met when I went to go visit my friend Casey at at the University of Central Missouri where I went to college Um, but anyways I've known Stephanie for a while now and she's amazing such a beautiful bright loving soul and I am so happy for her But anyways, the proposal. So yes, uh, this all took place last Friday and 
Um, Dave basically told me to get to the park, which he did it at Crevecore Park, if you're familiar with that place. If you live in St. Louis, you might be familiar with it. But he wanted to do it there because that's apparently the place that he told Stephanie um, earlier in the relationship that he wanted to marry her. So it was a special place for them. So the plan was to take her on a picnic there on Friday, and he did. I was there a little early in my car, and I was in the parking lot and waiting for him to show up, and I was kind of looking around, and one second I was by myself, and the next moment I look over, and across the parking lot are Dave and Stephanie getting out of their car and preparing to walk to, like, the little beach area, so I freak out because I don't want Stephanie to recognize my car, so I back up, and I, like, pull farther down into the parking lot, and within about, like, 10 minutes once they got settled, I decided to get out of my car and uh, start walking over to where they were sitting and I had to kind of approach from behind and there was like a road in between me and them so I had to cross that while I was trying to film because Dave was like planning on proposing to her right at this certain time. I think it was like six o'clock. So anyways, I stood up. I walked I kind of ran, honestly. I fast walked, and I was so nervous that I was not going to be able to capture it in time, um, but I crossed the road, almost got hit by a few cars, because basically he was planning on doing it around 6 p.m., so I knew that, and it was probably like 5.58, and so I'm standing there probably like 12 feet behind them, so scared that Stephanie was going to stand up and turn around and see me standing there with the camera. I did dye my hair with temporary pink hair dye uh, just so that she would not recognize me, guys. I went all out for this. And thankfully, um, she stood up to get a beer at one point because I think she knew it was coming, so she wanted to, like, be standing up for it, but when she did that, I, like, freaked out and kind of, like, ran off to the side, and then that actually allowed me to get a better angle of uh, him actually proposing to her, so, yes, it went well, and once it was over, I yelled her name, I said congrats, and she was actually surprised to see me. It turns out she did not see me coming, so that worked out very well, but... I think that was just such a fun experience. I've never gotten to really witness a proposal before, let alone my own friend's proposal. So yes, once I was able to get that video of them, I took some cute photos and I think it was just such a blessing to be able to witness that. It really did make my year. It made me happy because it made me realize that even though amongst this pandemic and everything scary that has happened this year, there is still life to live and memories to make and life does go on like a pandemic might feel like it stops time like it might seem like the pandemic stopped time which it kind of did in some ways but in all actuality time has been flying by faster than I've ever experienced this year I don't know about you guys and to you know witness a proposal during this crazy year it was just a positive, you know, like last week's episode, I talked about positive things. This was definitely a very exciting and positive memory that I will always cherish from this year. It was a good reminder that life doesn't stop just because the world is going through a hard time and that sometimes you can get stuck in your head about the way things are and if you watch too much news and you're surrounded by all this negative stuff, and these negative events, then you oftentimes feel like life has been put on a hold, 
but time doesn't stop for a pandemic. It's important to be safe, obviously, but I think it's okay to a certain extent to make new memories this year and do things that make you happy as long as you are being safe. So yeah, like I was saying earlier, the timing worked out really well. You know, Dave was able to propose to Stephanie and then the next morning, actually, I drove Stephanie and my friend Casey to Lee Summit, which is right outside of Kansas City, and we stayed with um, my friend Carlin and then Gabby on Sunday night. So we rented a boat on Sunday and it was just me and six other girls, so seven total, and honestly, I felt very comfortable with that number because it was not like the seven of us were going to be going out to a bunch of bars or clubs or anything unsafe like that. I would never do that, but we were together, and I trusted these girls, you know, that they've been being safe lately as well. This pandemic is not going to end anytime soon. It's going to be a part of our lives for the next one to two years, possibly more. COVID's not going to probably ever go away honestly I'm not sure how those things work but there's a lot of unknowns so you know it was a decision I had to make and I'm glad I did I don't regret it Um, I'm going to quarantine myself for the next you know two weeks or so now and be careful but overall to get to you know watch Stephanie be proposed to and then celebrate it over the weekend was great we kind of threw a little bit of a surprise um, celebration for her on Saturday when she got to Gabby's they had some decorations and stuff and again it was just about seven of us so it was not like there were 10 plus people all gathered together and it was just a good reminder of how I need to keep my friends close and value them because something that happened during quarantine was that I sort of um, became a little bit of a I don't know I think other people can relate to this but I stopped contacting my friends. I got in a rut. That's the best way to explain it. It was just a rut where I did the same thing every day and I would do Zoom calls every once in a while with these girlfriends of mine. But otherwise, I just, you know, obviously never saw them really. And I didn't talk to them as much as I would have liked to over the phone or contact them, you know, via text message or anything like that. So this was a reminder that I'm still valued you know, as a friend to them, and that makes me really thankful to have them in my life, Um, but also that I just got to go have a good, nice little weekend getaway amongst this crazy year. It was really nice, and I definitely needed it more than I realized. It made me realize that I need to value the friendships I have, because um, something that I do also is, because I have a boyfriend, I'm with him a lot. He is my best friend, and I think that happens sometimes. I think it's perfectly okay to get into a relationship and realize that, you know, the person you're with is your best friend, and if you could, you would spend every day with them. And that's kind of the case for my boyfriend, Levi. Um, And so, especially during quarantine also, he was one of the only people I did see that, you know, I considered obviously my best friend. Um, But I did not see any of my other friends because I was trying to be safe. And I think in some ways, if I would have kept going on the track of not contacting my friends and just kind of, you know, living a life where I was just basically pretending to be in my own little world, I might have harmed some of my friendships. So I'm glad that I was able to hang out with those girls last weekend and realize how powerful and how important it is as a woman to have other women in my life. Um, I am someone who has mostly a lot of guy friends and always has. Um, A majority of my friends are guys, but I do have this solid 
group of women who I call my friends and I'm so thankful for them and it was just a great time to be able to value um, my friendship with them make new memories and hopefully we'll get to do it again soon in a safe way and I don't know I just wanted to say that if you have a group of friends right now you haven't seen in a while I promise you it'll be okay just reach out and keep doing those zoom meetings keep being safe whatever you think is good you know for you as far as seeing your friends right now that's your decision but overall this pandemic is still going on and it is important to be safe so keep wearing your mask and keep being social distant from people and hopefully we will get through this sooner rather than later i'm very hopeful that the vaccine will be done soon but i don't want to talk too much about the pandemic i just kind of wanted to like tie it into the fact that this has been a very unprecedented year and um i could probably do a you know, an entire episode maybe next week or something about how this year has affected people in general, friendships, relationships, things like that, but I'm not too knowledgeable on those subjects. I just know that it's affected my relationships in certain ways and the way I think of friendships, and it is important to remind yourself that it's okay if you are lonely and you miss your friends. That's normal. I think we all do. And I was just thankful to have gotten to see some of my friends this past weekend and make new memories with them. So I'll leave it there. Um, But yeah, shout out again to uh, Stephanie and Dave. Congratulations on your engagement. And I also wanted to give a shout out to my other friend, Lauren and Dylan. They got engaged back during Christmas time. And I think it's just another reminder that um, we are young and these are exciting times in our lives. And I hope that these are times we can remember amongst all of the craziness going on with the pandemic and everything that is 2020. All right, so with that said, I want to move on to a little bit more of a happy and exciting part of the podcast, and I want to talk about um, 90s fashion trends and, you know, trends in general from the early 2000s, maybe beauty trends as well, things that I can recall loving to wear when I was younger. And to give you a better idea of how old I am, I was born in 1995, so by the time that I was five years old, it was the year 2000, and um, that's one good thing. If you're born in 95, you could probably relate, but I'm able to always know, like, what grade I was in, which year, if that makes sense. So I know that in 2005, I was in fifth grade, 2004, fourth grade, and so on. So that is a little fun thing that I can look back on. And um, it definitely helps me remember things. But yeah, so when 9-11 happened, which is uh, coming up soon, the anniversary of that is coming up on the day this is released, actually. And um, so when 9-11 happened, I do remember it happening. And I was in first grade, so grade one, 2001. And I think there were a lot of really distinct fashion and beauty trends from that era that I look back on now. And I like to incorporate even today into my own style. Um, It's something I've always liked to do. I've always been into, you know, basically wearing vintage things or just um, items from that era in general. I also love 80s trends. That's another fun fact about me. I'm a huge fan of high-waisted jeans and high-waisted shorts, and I'm mad at anyone who wants to get rid of those because I love them so much. 
but I guess it doesn't matter if we do get rid of them because I will always own a pair of high-waisted jeans. Uh, but yeah, that's a whole nother topic for another day. But I want to touch on some of the trends that you guys sent in to me on my Instagram. If you're not already following me, follow me at Katie Leggett or at my Pod. I have been taking to Instagram to use some of these uh, things that you guys send to me for content in these episodes, and it's a fun way for you guys to tune in and be able to, uh, I guess, hear me go over what you sent in, and it's really a nostalgic experience for everyone because I feel like, you know, most of the people who do follow me are from the, you know, born in the 90s and experienced growing up in the early 2000s, so they can relate uh, to this specific episode in particular. We are going to touch on just some great nostalgic fashion and beauty trends from our childhood. Let's start with the ones that I can recall and like I was saying earlier I was born in 1995 so um, my first year of school was in probably like 1999 and then I was a first grader in 2001 and as far as those early years go, I don't recall a lot because I just have a bad memory. But once I got to be in like the second, third, fourth grade, I can definitely remember some fun fashion trends and gauchos. I had a few of you guys send in that on Instagram and I just wanted to say I definitely remember gauchos. Gauchos were these stretchy, wide-legged pants that were honestly very comfortable, but to a lot of people they were hideous and I think because back then when there was a trend and you know you were at an age where you were vulnerable and you wanted to fit in if someone else had it you wanted to have it and that's kind of how it was for me it did not matter how ugly you thought it was you kind of needed to have it or else you weren't considered cool and that's definitely how I felt so I remember having my mom take me to this mall to pick out a pair I think I had a pair of brown and black gauchos and it was really not a trend that lasted that long from what I recall I think it was around third or fourth grade that I had gauchos and the thing about them was I feel like they were almost a dressy pant if you think about it I don't understand why we wore them to school as often as we did or as often as I did because you really could dress them up if you wanted to. I recall wearing them to church sometimes as well. And I definitely would pair them with a t-shirt for school, I think. I wish there were photos of me in them, but I don't think there are any. I mean, there might be somewhere out there. I'm not sure. So yeah, gauchos were definitely a trend. I think they might have tried to make a comeback a few years ago. I don't know if anyone remembers that. But yeah, they live forever in my memory of being a fourth grader to be specific or maybe even like a second or third grader I don't really know but that brings me to the specific trend I do remember um in fourth grade and that is Nike shocks tennis shoes this might have just been something that was a trend at my elementary school I'm not sure let me know guys like reach out to me on Instagram wherever you want to send me a message and let me know if your childhood definitely consisted of needing or wanting a pair of Nike shocks. They were they were the big deal back then, at least for me in fourth grade. I think everyone had a pair or everyone wanted a pair and I was thankful enough to at some point have gotten a pair. I think a little late into that trend maybe, but I really liked them and I can still recall 
what they looked like. I think they were silver with yellow um, detailing and the shocks on the bottom of them were probably yellow as well. How crazy would that be if I still had those somewhere? Oh my goodness, those were such a, a big deal. They were a hit, guys. I don't know. I, it might have just been at my school. I really don't know. I, I want to know if anyone else remembers how big of a deal those were. So yeah, fourth and fifth grade Nike shocks. I think I wore them. I might have worn them with my gauchos. Oh my god, I think I did. I could picture it now. Yep, I definitely wore Nike shocks with gauchos. And uh, what were those shirts called? I think they were called Bobby Jack shirts. Yeah, Bobby Jack shirts. They were the ones that had like the monkeys on them and the really funny sayings. I had a few of those. I think you could get them at Macy's. Shout out to Elena for reminding me what those were called. That is what she submitted into the question um, thing I asked on my Instagram. But anyways, yeah, gauchos, Bobby Jack shirts, and Nike shock tennis shoes. Um, also, some point later down the road, everyone had a pair of either like those adidas soccer shoes that's what i remember my friend having uh which were literally meant i feel like for athletes but they were just these black and white adidas tennis shoes and then uh, obviously what this has never gone out of style but converse i had a pair of converse eventually i think that was more in like the middle school years but i still love my high top converse those are classics. The next trend is definitely for any ladies listening to this right now. I'm sure many of you will recall, I think it was like around 2006, when the purses with the big sequins on them became very popular and every single mall had an entire uh, kiosk or store full like walls full of these sequin purses and they were all different colors all different sizes I had one that was kind of like a shoulder bag and it was fuchsia pink and the sequins actually like got wet at one point and bled all over the things in that purse and yeah those purses were a huge hit I'm not sure for how long they were but I was obsessed with mine and I loved it so much and that kind of goes along with the trend at the time of like these stretchy shirts that um, I'm not even sure how to describe them but if you know you're from that time then you'll probably know what I'm talking about like I'm pretty sure when I went to go buy my sequin bag from this store at the mall the guy tried to sell me one of those stretchy shirts that could be worn as a scarf it could be worn like five different ways it was insane and that is a memory that I think only people from our generation might be able to just recall because uh, what's sad about this and I think a lot of people can relate is that malls are continuing to move forward into a thing of the past and we have certain memories from malls that kids nowadays probably don't have because malls are just sort of becoming definitely um you know not as popular and anymore at least where i live but does anyone like remember going to the mall with your mom and all the kiosks and the people who tried to stop you to straighten your hair and try to sell you you know different products and those definitely still exist today but i just feel like it was something that i remember happening often because i was going to the mall a lot not just with my mom but also that was what we did back then every friday night uh, where I live, the cool thing to do was go to the mall, which is really close by, and our parents would drop us off, and we would shop around 
with no money none of us had money so i don't know what we did honestly but we just hung out at the mall and now that mall is a ghost town and it's so sad but yeah that's not the focus of this episode i just wanted to say i'm kind of sad that malls are dying off it is a little bit um depressing to me because those are places full of memories that i will never forget and i am sad that you know, the days of Abercrombie and Fitch and Hollister are over, and in a lot of ways, I'm happy those days are over, but anyways, yeah, guys, the sequin purses, the kiosks at the mall where you would go buy the purses or wherever you got them from, and those stretchy shirts, and the big boxes of makeup from Macy's that my mom got me for Christmas every year. Those makeup kits were definitely what got me inspired and what got me really into makeup and then Claire's is where I got my ears double pierced I mean goodness is this episode just all about the mall I guess I guess it is I don't know or stores I'm not sure so yeah makeup from Claire's uh, smackers I talked about that two episodes ago but like smackers chapstick but smackers also made I don't know if you guys remember this they made like a clear lip gloss that tasted amazing and um, if we're on the topic of beauty I'll end off with the Tommy Girl perfume which if I were to smell the Tommy Girl perfume today it would bring back a lot of memories or any scent from Bath and Body Works Victoria's Secret or even Hollister had some perfumes that I can recall having so yeah that's my little um shindig for this part of the episode because I've got to end it with some of the things you guys sent in for me to talk about. Wow, we're already at 25 minutes. It's apparent to me that I could probably spend a whole hour talking about these nostalgic things. I am so glad I made a podcast that has to do with memories from our 90s and early 2000s childhood because it was an exciting time, okay? Lots of interesting trends, lots of interesting you know, things in general happened, and I want to go over a few of the things that you guys sent in, more fashion trends specifically, and we will see if any of these spark your memory. Matt Webster, who has a podcast of his own, sent in jeans with holes in the knee and flannel wrapped around the waist, also starter jackets. So the jeans with holes are definitely still something I wear today, and the flannel wrapped around the waist, 100% something I wear today. Now, specifically back in 2014 when the hipster era was big, I can recall wearing ripped up jeans and a flannel around my waist. That was my first year at UCM and that's what I wore a lot. So for me, that's more like a late, you know, late 2010s sort of trend. But um, overall, I know that's definitely a 90s kind of grunge trend. And I don't know what starter jackets are, so I will have to look up a picture of those. But I... I'm sure once I see a picture, I would recognize what they are. But the next one is uh, scrunchies. A few of you sent in scrunchies. And the funny thing about that is that I also still love scrunchies. I always have one around my wrist. I think, you know, it takes it back to how the trends oftentimes return. I mean, I can recall um, wearing scrunchies back in 2014 when I was going through a sorority recruitment. And I know this because when I was in one of the sorority houses, the girl complimented my scrunchie around my wrist and I honestly forgot I was wearing it. So um, scrunchies definitely made a comeback 
and I think they're here to stay, hopefully, because I love them. This next one was submitted by Kathleen Lamb, and this is one that a few other people also said, and it is jelly sandals and butterfly clips. I have a very specific memory attached to jelly sandals, guys. This is one of my most early memories, and I believe I was in a Kmart with my mom. I had a pair of sparkly jelly sandals. I was probably no older than three or four years old and I think somehow I got a cut on my foot and this is kind of graphic and ironic since I hate blood but essentially my memory is that I cut my foot open because of the jelly sandals and it might have been like a blister or something I don't know and there was blood and I was bleeding when my mom was checking out at the Kmart and Kmarts are also very nostalgic for me because they don't really exist anymore but if I were to go to one now it would definitely remind me of my early childhood years and the 90s to be specific so yeah jelly sandals for sure butterfly clips i definitely had those and i feel like um the e-girls you know that are popular on tiktok now a lot of them have been wearing those kind of fun clips and stuff and taking a lot of trends from the 90s and bringing them back even jelly sandals came back a year or two ago and i would totally still wear them today if i could find a pair that i like we're gonna run through a few more here guys and then we'll you know end the podcast but another thing that a few of you did send in was silly bands and for me silly bands were a memory from my high school years and um specifically like sophomore junior year and it's so crazy to me that we were approaching like 16 17 years old but we were obsessed with these bracelets it was a fun time to be alive and that reminded me then of i don't know if this was the case for any of you guys but around fourth grade for me everyone was obsessed with live strong bracelets and those rubber bracelets that you know you received if you donated to charities or whatever but live strong bracelets and breast cancer awareness bracelets i had a whole arm full of them i remember one guy at my school literally like filled up his entire arm until he like lost blood flow to it so in some ways silly bands were like a, another version of that but even on a crazier level because you could go to the store and buy them whereas with the other bands from when I was younger those were harder to find for some reason and I think I only really had a few um, but I can remember what they look like and I think I might even still have my Live Strong bracelet which is awesome and I need to find that because that is from fourth grade and uh yeah silly bands though i might have some of those as well those were a huge hit when i was a sophomore and junior in high school and everyone had them and they were very fun and the trend only lasted like a year but does anyone remember those let me know because i feel like that was a huge hit and not even that long ago honestly and then erica stapleton said i loved mod robes do you remember those i don't remember what mod robes are but i looked up a picture and now i remember that they are basically like pants that looked like scrubs kind of and they were probably a trend in the early 90s before i was born because i don't remember actually ever wearing them and we are going to end this podcast on my most favorite trend of them all and this one was submitted from oh my josie and she says chokers and i have loved ch choker necklaces since i was a little kid but especially when they made a comeback in 2014 like around that time i was a sophomore at ucm i was wearing them all the time with my outfits i still wear chokers to this day my, some of my favorite necklaces are chokers the fact that those are you know something that were popular in the 90s and 
something that I still consider to be relatively trendy today is super cool to me. Kind of ties back into uh, high-waisted pants, but yeah, that's a personal thing, guys. Like, there are so many people who hate chokers and hate high-waisted jeans, but me personally, those are my favorite things. I love that style. I love um, high neckline tops, high-waisted shorts, high-waisted jeans, and um, chokers. I still definitely wear them. So yeah, if you uh, learned something new here today about me, then congrats because I am definitely still someone who really enjoys sporting 80s and 90s trends every once in a while. We are reaching about 35 minutes, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap things up by saying that fashion, to me, is a form of expressing myself, and I really, really hate to see other people judging each other for what they wear. That is something that I struggled with growing up. I can recall being a fourth grader and my mom sending me to school wearing a pair of overalls, and I think I got bullied for it. I'm pretty sure I did. And I think that hopefully that's something that kids nowadays don't do as often, but I'm sure they do. We still judge each other. We're only human. And I just want to remind you all to be kind to each other. Love yourself. Wear whatever the hell you want to wear. And don't judge other people for what they're wearing. Because life is short and you might as well be able to wear whatever the heck you want to wear. Because I think fashion is just so fun so is beauty i love makeup i love it so much and i mean that's probably one of the reasons why i work for a online boutique but i uh, hope you guys all enjoyed this episode hope you all enjoyed looking back on fashion trends from our childhood or maybe not from yours specifically but just in general from the 90s and early 2000s i could talk about this for hours and i am so excited to you know finally be getting the fourth episode up We'll do the fifth episode next week, obviously. Uh, if you guys have any suggestions for what you would want to hear, let me know. And I hope you guys all enjoyed listening. Thank you so much, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye. <laughs>